guys doing? Welcome to episode 6 of the Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. We're doing awesome over on the radio. Everybody's starting to pick us up. That is good news and the subscriber count is starting to go over on YouTube. It's going up. How you doing, China Doll? I am good. Ain't she hot? I get to have that every night. I get to take advantage of that every single night. I know you're jealous. I do. I know you are. Oh. <laughs> Spare me. Ouch. Hurt my manhood. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm supposed to be making your manhood better. Yeah. You know, didn't we have that on the last, last episode, how a woman's supposed to take care of their man? And here you are bumming me out man you know i don't know what's worse you are freaking uh the kid man who called me scrotum head or something for my uh playstation name these freaking people drive me crazy <laughs> crazy i say crazy anyway we got a pretty good episode coming at you today uh one of the topics being does size really matter to a woman <laughs> well. now, i've heard all kinds of things on this subject yes i did let's hear from you china Dow. what are you thinking here does the size matter well some people say yes some people say no um i kind of on uh, on the fence on it really to be honest with you You've had them all. You've had small, you've had big, you've had extra large, you've had the pinky ones. We call them pickles. Uh, but, you know, what is your favorite? You like the medium? You know, a lot of women I, I, say between six and seven inches. I like the man that knows how to actually use what they have. Well, what do you mean by that? You know, who, how are they going to use a pickle? Well, those are useless. <laughs> <laughs> Shrinky dink, pickle size, you know, like pinky size, those those don't cut the mustard. No. Well, those You are can't the, even really work that one right because well, it don't the hit the you spot. Have to, you know, get the the dildos out and get you a nice little 6-inch dildo. You got to get the toys. Yeah, you, yeah. I would have to have say Have toys will travel. Do you think relationships work with the pickle? Some might. I, I I don't know. Yours isn't a pickle. <laughs> no, mine isn't a pickle, man. We got uh, some good stuff going down there in the junk department. Uh, but I hear, you know, I've read some stories that women who date or marry, most of the time they don't even get to the married part, but uh, date uh, people with little schlongs and it don't last too good. You know, the woman's always in the bathroom with the vibrator doing her thing, and that's supposed to be a man's job. Sad state of affairs, if you ask me. I wonder if they did something stupid in their previous life where they got uh, cursed with a little schlong. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> they, they probably did. Or they didn't play with it enough. When, when they were kids. When they were kids, because, you know... I mean, I've tried blowing on my thumb in the corner, you know, to get my boobs to grow when I was a kid, and that didn't work. So, I don't know. You used to have big boobs. Well, that's because I was like 300 pounds, and when you're bigger, <laughs> you got bigger boobs. And now you're all nipple. You know, I, I you know, it's Rude. probably right, you know, they, they got cursed. When they, you lose weight, you, the first thing that go are boobs. I won't even get her training, bro. But I've talked about that in past episodes. Yeah, I've already been told I can go without and nobody would ever notice. It's not going to go down to your knees like an old Dago later. Like my uh, grandmother before she passed away. If suckers all the way down to her knees and shit. Uh, you don't have to worry about that. Uh-uh. I also don't have to worry about when I lay on my back that they sag in under my armpits. Right, right. They, they just ha they're just there. Well, you know, before we get into this uh, interesting subject, I do want to send our condolences out to... Uh, we lost an acquaintance. I wouldn't say a friend. Didn't know her too well. Uh, but her name was Tammy. She just passed away from cancer. She uh, fought three years with it. I think uh, she had up to five tumors, and she was about five years younger than us, so way too young, way too young. Uh, but our condolences go out to her and her family. Well, you can't send them to her. She ain't here. 
Well, they can always maybe listen, you know, just like, you know, you got to get up in that mic and talk. How many times do I got to tell her? Hey, but now I got headphones on, so I heard myself even from, <laughs> even from a distance. Yeah, you have to stick up on that microphone because we're a radio show. It's uh, like as big as some penises. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, <laughs> let's get back to uh, the show. Let's get back to uh, talking about, you know, what size do most women that you talk to, to think is a good size? Five to six inches. And why is that? Because it's big enough to do the job, like to hit that G-spot, and not too big where you feel like it's going to come out your head. Do you? Now you're talking about the G-spot. Do you think uh, a lot of men know where that is? Hell the frick No. <laughs> men what's wrong with you out there you're not finding that g spot no because the say and, and you gotta fake women fake it a lot just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay because, do tell because if you don't hit that spot and we tell you okay when we tell you keep going right there right there right there you're there so don't stop do you find a lot of premature uh premature ejaculates? Yes. Um yeah, 2 minutes. <laughs> 2 minutes, huh? That yeah. is sad. You know the thing is is the you, you know, I know it's for both the do the guys and the girls when you have, you know, sex. But you always got to make sure that the woman goes first before you do. And that's hard for some men because all they think about is uh let's get off that uh do Let's shoot it up, and then let's go sit and uh, chill on a couch or go to bed. Gotta have that after-sex cigarette, too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a must. So, what would an orgasm feel like to you? What's it feel like, a woman's orgasm? Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a stimulating type of deal? Is it, it makes your toes curl, just like when you guys blow. <laughs> <laughs> and is it always when you have to hit the G spot? No, not always. It just makes it ten times better when you do. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's why you know women kind of like schlongs that are curved. Then, yeah, because <laughs> when they're curved, they hit that spot better without even trying. So is it on the top, on the bottom of the vaginal wall, what? I don't know. I've never researched inside there. Well, you haven't, not me. You should know where it is. I don't know. Is everybody's in the same spot? <laughs> Where's yours at? Mine's in the back. Mine's in like the... Wait, hold on. Mine is on the... Well, inside my body, it would be on my left side. Left side. Uh, so it, it, uh, maybe a dude, if he wants to hit, you know, it, the if spot. his curves that way, it's fine. Well, yeah, but if the, you know they have trouble finding it, I say ask the woman. You gotta ask her where you. I mean, okay, here's the easier way to do it: use your fingers to find it, and then when you find it, you know, and she tells you you got it, then that's where you're supposed to aim it. <laughs> when you stick it in. You, you know what? You're talking about aiming it. A lot of guys don't even have good aim putting it in the toilet when they're urinating. I know I don't. I have no aim, man. No, that's why I'm always mopping the floor. I just sit there, yeah, let go, you know. That's... You put your arm on the wall like this <laughs> and just dangle. What the hell? You know, I'm and now that's my what, phone. And now that's what your son does, too. You all just let the shit dangle over the freaking toilet. <laughs> this is why I'm cleaning the bathroom, like the toilet area, on the toilet and around the toilet, like freaking daily. Hey, I raised the toilet. Blame the kid for that one. He raises the seat, too. <laughs> Somehow y'all still managed to miss that large bowl. Well, you know, we weren't the best. You and know. get it on the floor. Man. So, yeah, I know. Aiming is hard, but, you know, I can't throw a Cheerio in it. Does it enhance the orgasm when you do hit the G-spot? Oh, hell yeah. You know, by how many times do you think? Ten. Ten times? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so should a man, uh, you know, if he has a tiny pickle, should he perform more oral and use his fingers more? Yes. 
Do you think that would get... Well, if his fingers are longer than his junk, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and if his fingers are as small as his junk, then you better just get a toy. Do you do you think that kind of uh, act will make up for their, uh, you know, their curse? If it's done right. Do you think a woman would because be all right the, with that? Or do you think a woman after a while gets tired of I, it? I'd say that's that, that, that they're going to eventually get tired of it. So no matter what, if he has a small dinky, it's not going to look too good for him. No, it ain't going to end well. Have, you know, you've had, you've had a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Uh, <laughs> what, have you ever had one of your girlfriends say, you know what, this just ain't working. Is, you know, junk is too small. What yeah. do I do? Do I get him a penis pump? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've got, I've had a couple of them bring that up. And the same suggestions we kind of brought up a minute ago were the same kind of suggestions I brought up. But she says that he don't he don't go down on her well. So I'm like, well, then that ain't going to last. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there are people out there that don't girl guys that don't do that well. I mean, you literally. OK, I'm sorry, but let's pretend this is this. Let's pretend this is the area. OK. They can't see on the radio. All right, I have my hand held up, and now I'm just going to lick it like I'm a dog. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That doesn't work. <laughs> you got to get that tongue action going. You got to move the tongue around. You can't just lick it from vajay hole to pee hole. No, you got to get in there, man. Like you gotta straight go up, nuts. straight up like you're licking like a popsicle. That's what these, <laughs> that's what so I've had it happen. Ooh. Just saying, had it happen. That does nothing. It wasn't me, man, because you, no, well, you know. do stuff like that, dude. You're crawling on the walls. and No, you, it wasn't, definitely wasn't you. Um, <laughs> but I've had that happen, and that does nothing. I'm like, I feel like I'm just being licked down there by an animal. <laughs> did, did you ever tell him, hey, what, what the hell are you doing? I, I, yeah. What, am I a yeah. German shepherd or something? I'm like, why are you? Why is it like you're licking my face? Because this is just wrong. <laughs> and what was the reaction to that? I never done this before. Get out of here. Well, one of them was, yeah. How old were they? Uh, 24. 24 years old. They never ate the... Uh, they ain't know, never the, been downtown. He never saved the pink taco. No. Oh, my God. No. Hey, no. you guys, you know what? If you have done this before, <laughs> pound save the pink taco is what I'm saying, baby. Uh, I bet that relationship didn't last too long. Hell no. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. It, it ended two seconds after that. So what would you say, okay, What if they didn't do it right or they say they've never done it before? Train them. How do you go about training them? Would you sit them down and say, you know what? I want to be honest here. You just ain't doing it for me. And, you know, I need. And I'm going to give you one more chance and I'm going to, I'm going to school you. Mm -hmm. On how to do it right. <laughs> you know what I say? I say a guy who's never done it, sit in front of two broads. And watch them do it. And watch them do it. Because they teach you right. <laughs> they do it better than any damn friggin' guy will ever do. Trust me. <laughs> you know, I've been with some women, and I say, you know what, you know, just let me bring my wife over here. She'll do it better than I ever can, man. And the next thing you know, they're squirting, crawling all over the damn place. You know, it's like you have to get snorkels out with these people. <laughs> you do with me if you hit it right. There you go. I'll uh, drown your ass. Yeah, he, she is a squirter. She is a squirter, I gotta admit. Uh, but, okay, we talked about little dinkies. Now let's go to the other side of the spectrum. Um... Big what? ones. Yes! You know, is, say, 10 to 12 inches too much? I ain't never met a 12-incher. I've met a 10-incher. <laughs> <laughs> it's fabulous. It's fabulous. Now, mm -hmm. what do you say with women that might not be able to take that? Oh, just give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> How does it work? Do they slowly go? And... You got, it's got to go. It's, it's got to go slow. And you gotta be wet. <laughs> Does it take extra lube? Come on, get the. To be honest, well, here. I mean, I don't know. I don't ever use that. Okay. I, I don't use. I don't use lube. They gotta get me wet the old-fashioned way before that goes anywhere. <laughs> what gets you wet? 
Honestly, if they're... You got a train going by right in the middle of the show. You believe that? We never have a train. Never have there. trains or planes and just automobiles. And now there's a freaking train. Um, What gets me wet? Uh, if they're a good kisser. A good kisser? Now, does that work with most women? Probably not. <laughs> what, That's just mine. What have you heard from your girlfriends that get them wet? Going downtown. Going town town's the only thing? Yeah, that's all they're what that's all they want. Yeah. Mm. Majority of the female people that I talk to, they want. But then there's like me where I'm a giver not I don't like receiving that often. Mm. I actually have to be like, "Okay, go ahead." <laughs> 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 because I, I'm not going to just be like, "Okay, do it. Do it. Do it." No. No. Um you got to do other things right before you get that privilege. <laughs> well, do, uh, you know, when a woman sees something like a 10-incher, man, we're talking My about... eyes pop out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And white boys do have that, man. That's a freaking fallacy that white boys don't have big junk. That totally is, because the one that I saw, he's whiter than white. <laughs> 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 so the, the women actually get scared? Does that affect them sometimes? They, they, they'll be like, oh my God, is that going to fit? <laughs> 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 Honey, if you can squirt a kid out there, you could totally fit a 10-incher in there. Well, how do you, how would you say to, what would you say to come You're going to be a little swollen the next couple days afterwards, but you know. Does that eventually go away? Yeah, it does. Yeah. The more you use it, the <laughs> better it goes. <laughs> well, see, the and the one that I know, he's not only long, he's he's wide. Now, what's yeah. with, you know, you're talking girth. Girth. Now, what if somebody has, uh, say, uh, 10 inches, but they got a pencil? That's all right, because they could still probably hit that spot. But does that help having girth more than a pencil? Uh, me, personally, I don't think the girth matters. No? No, it really doesn't. Because, okay, the person that I know that has the 10-inch one, he he's, okay, it's, it's, the girth is so bad that I can't even give him head. Ouch. Yeah, because, like, my mouth, my mouth can stretch, but no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the guy you've been with eight years, see? Yeah. We're in the lifestyle where I have had something for a long time. She's got something for a long time. And guys, don't ever be embarrassed if, you know, your junk ain't measuring up to somebody else. There ain't no issues with Who that. Who the hell cares? You just got to know how to use don't it. Don't be man. the one peeking over the urinal to see the guys next to you. That's you just wrong. You know what? That is wrong as but hell. But you know what? They do, you got, I'm telling you guys do that. I, I swear don't. to God, they I do. I won't. You know, usually they if do. I catch somebody, I look at them and say, you know what? You fuck nut. <laughs> what you looking at? What's up with you, honey? <laughs> you know what, you Peter Pan? Get out of here. No, I but I you. swear to you, okay, back when y'all were in the P.E. locker rooms in high school, you tell me when y'all are getting out of the showers, somebody did not look. <laughs> well, back then it was not acceptable to be homosexual. Not when I, it was No, not, not when we time. grew up. But, but you knew who what it was. But you knew who was special. But... I'm telling you, if y'all think back, I know for us it's been almost 30 years since high school, but, you know, if you think back, walking around the locker rooms, because let me tell you, I'm going to tell you straight up, the women did it. We were all, oh my God, look at her boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Damn! Did it excite you? No. You didn't get excited back then? No, I got jealous. (laughs) Man, her boobs are big, mine are like... Whatever. I'm going to go in my closet and blow on my thumb some more. So you've been cursed a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, you know, that's like with social media when you see pictures of people. You know, you always want to be with the Joneses. You want to measure up. Like if somebody's skinnier than you, you want to be skinny. If somebody has, you know, better hair, you want better. You know, you always you're always comparing yourself to other people. Everybody does it. The guys do it. Mm-hmm. You the, the guys won't admit to it, but y'all do it. Well, you know, like okay, per- and it may not be your personal body or whatever, but okay, if y'all got a Harley, you see one that's nicer than yours, you're gonna be jealous. Well, many will, you know me, no, because Harley ain't you don't my need- favorite. Okay, but I'm just saying, <laughs> a bike. How's a that? How's Let's that? Go that way. How's that? As any motorcycle. Like if y'all seen a. Indian out there, y'all would be like, damn. 
Damn. I actually did that the other day. I you seen did. Those too. I was like, holy shit, those are nice. <laughs> and then what? You you want, maybe I should get one. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so it's not always your personal body. Mm-hmm. It's what other people have too. Right. You know, I, I, my dream vehicle is a Jeep Wrangler. So every time I see one, I'm like, <laughs> I like it. I'm going to steal it. I mean, uh, that's stupid, but that's what I've always wanted since I was in high school was mm-hmm. a Jeep Wrangler. And to this day, still want one. Mm-hmm. Am I going to get one? Maybe sometime before I die. <laughs> but I'm not going to go rush out and get one. But, you know, y'all y'all see a bike you like. You're just like, all of a sudden, you, you got to have it. Right. You know, I think it's important for people to be comfortable in their body. Now, if you got a tiny weenie, I feel for you. You know, I so can see. I. I can see why you. You better know how to work that tongue. <laughs> do you ever notice it's the guys who go off and talk all kinds of smack? They got the smallest peckers. Those are the ones that talk about how they got some big junk, and mm. then when you get down to it, it teeny weeny. That's one thing y'all got to stop bragging about your junk. <laughs> Seriously, you do because. It never measures up, I think. It don't measure up. I mean, I actually have a person that comes into my work that talks about how his his junk is like two inches, and it probably is. I don't know. But I find it funny that he actually says he has a small one. (laughs) Because what would shock a person if you sit there saying you have a small, small junk is if... He drops trow and it's like fucking down to his knees or some <laughs> shit. You don't know. So you're better off talking about having a small one and let the women decide. <laughs> don't brag about having a big one if you ain't got it to back it up. Now, does women ever, you know, sit? You know, I know we in the locker room talk about women all the time. I know women are worse than men. You guys Fuck ever yeah, talk about size? We're terrible. Oh, my God. I was this... I was with this guy yesterday. This is like in the locker room, okay? I was with this guy yesterday, and he's always talking about how he had such a big dick. I swear to God, I was like three inches. (laughs) And I'm like, damn, what'd you do with that? (laughs) Now, see, when I was in high school, I was, you know, I was ignorant. You know, I I, I was the hand job queen. Yeah, I've heard that about you. I didn't... Dude, I would drive around in my car with freaking lotion or Vaseline in my glove box. I don't even care. <laughs> I didn't do blowjobs till you. Right. You know, and, and I wasn't all about going out and getting laid either after my experience when I was 16. So it's like the next person I was with was not till I was like 18. Right. I didn't have my first official boyfriend with sex till I was 18. So when I was in high school, I would just, like, act like I knew what the fuck I was talking about. (laughs) Dude, I was good at it, too. You still are. (laughs) I always act like... My daddy told me, fake it till you make it. There you go. Mm -hmm. Do you find a majority of women do fake it? Orgasms? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What percentage would you say? I'd say 75. Ouch! Men, you need to start getting with it if it's that. Oh my! Okay, because to be honest, if 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 I like, I can't mentally tell you how many guys I've been with. I mean, when I first started dating you, it was five, so that <laughs> that was easy. Okay, but now with the lifestyle and all that, I I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I've done more oral than right. sex, though. Um, but with the people that I have been with, I'd say more than half I faked it. Dude, that's fucking, that's sad. Sad state of affairs right there. Well, a lot of it is because the guy was more concerned about getting off than worrying if I did. Mm -hmm. So I would fake it just to be like, whatever. Do you, your girlfriends, do a lot of them fake it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Which are the ones that fake it the most? Now, you got a skinny one, and you got uh, Save the Whale type. The bigger ones. The bigger ones fake it? Well, when I was bigger, I faked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have... I'm, I don't... I, I mean, whether you're skinny or big, I mean, it technically doesn't make an issue, but I think, like, for me, my personal experience when I was bigger... It, I think it was more the guy just wanted to get his nut off and call it a day. Mm-hmm. 
But now that I'm skinnier, they kind of pay more attention. Right, right. And I, I y'all are fucking hypocritical, man. That's just bad. <laughs> well, you know, y- I, you like some, okay, like, I haven't, there's a lot of guys that you used to hang around with that they've seen me through, like, Facebook probably, or maybe on here or whatever, and seen from, you know, 17 years ago when I was pregnant with Corey till now, like, how much I've changed. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, she was cute when she was big, but now she's hot. Okay, why? Because I went through freaking hell to, like, get skinny? Right. I mean, I don't know. Well, you know, in defense of men sometimes, some women, it's like you can drive a semi-truck through that town. Yeah, that's... I don't care how big you are. And it doesn't matter if they're big or small women. But, yeah, if, if like, somebody's going to walk out their vagina, that's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> or if you got to tie, like, a freaking, uh, what are them things called? The uh, the round things from boats? The, oh, life, the life. Life jacket. No. Or life the, ring. Or... The life ring or whatever them are called. If you life gotta, preserver. If you got to tie one of them things to your ass before having sex with somebody, you know, that's just wrong. <laughs> you imagine a tiny pinky doing something with that dude, and they fall dude, in. Dude might as well just stick his leg in there. <laughs> I don't know. What is it with them type of women? How does that, like, stretch out like that? I never got it. Does I don't know. because like too much? I, I sit when I'm like doing like doing nothing. I sit and do kegels. Mm. So I don't know if everybody knows what that is. If what are kegels? When you sit here and like squeeze your like your muscles, my muscles down there. Like I'm doing it right now. Y'all can't tell, but I do it all the time when I'm just sitting around. Now, why do you do that? It tightens up your vagina. <laughs> so you're an you're active in trying to you know the. Get I try to keep it tight. Right. I don't want it like my lips hanging <laughs> so they're slapping when I walk. What the hell? That's nasty. <laughs> I like to sometimes not have to wear panties and I don't know, man. When we you know, when we had the club and stuff, I seen some of these women and it was like, Oh my god, what happened? It was like a nuclear freaking bomb went off down there, man. Too much action. My God. I'm not taking care of it. <laughs> they're not they're totally not do your kegels ladies let me tell you it helps <laughs> <laughs> so you know you like the medium size i like it average but you know once in a while i don't mind the 10 incher you don't mind the 10 inches one uh now what if you had a really tiny girl i'm talking like 100 100 pounds been there <laughs> how would they take something like that Good luck. <laughs> well, okay, eight years ago when I first met the dude with the 10 inches, I was about 115. Mm-hmm. That was a painful experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just take a pass. Take a hard pass. Just take a hard pass. Huh? Take, take a pass. Well, you know, this has been a very interesting segment. <laughs> Very interesting. And I do apologize with her pulling away from the microphone all the time. I like sitting while this hurts my back. <laughs> I'm old and arthritic, dang it. it. Don't matter. You still got the headphones on. You should know what you can shoot. I know. I can hear myself way back here, and I sound like I'm going into a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got a very serious conversation coming up next, uh, especially for your uh People out there that have kids, grandkids and stuff, uh, we're going to talk about how to avoid letting them get involved in a street gang. And I got a lot of experience with that, let me tell you. So we're going to go and hit that, and uh, we'll be right back. Hi, this is China Doll from you Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Hi, this is Carrie here from Bagger Syndicate Cycles. Just to let you know about the place that has the craziest hats on the market, apparel that's based all upon bikers, baggers and brotherhood and ladies we didn't forget about you either between tank tops and baby doll tees we have it all now just go to baggersyndicatecycles.com and check it out okay welcome back to the show don't forget to hit subscribe over on youtube or follow us on your favorite podcasting platform we're over on spotify getting on itunes and the rest of them 
This segment is a serious segment. I know we like having a lot of fun uh, with the show, but I think this is one that uh, parents and grandparents really need to hear. I agree. And that <laughs> is how to prevent your kids or grandkids from joining a gang. In Chicago, gangs are, how can I say, many, many. I actually started out one when I was uh, very young. Old Simon City Royal, baby. <laughs> uh, and back then, the reason for joining the gang was you were a part of the neighborhood. The neighborhood took care of each other. It was just an old, old way of thinking back then, but gangs have gotten really out of control. Some of the stuff the gangs do now, we never even did, man. It used to be baseball bats, chains, where they go around with 9 millimeters now, or MAC-10s. They just get crazy, crazy. And it's all down the racial lines, mostly. Uh, in Chicago, <laughs> you know, you got the west side, south side, that's all black. Got some Hispanics out there. Uh, where I was from, it was uh, a lot of Latino stuff. But you have to, you know, and I, you know, messed up. And what happened is one of my kids joined the gang. And he got that, uh, you know, I wasn't around him uh, much when he was growing up. But he ended up joining one. And now he's doing, what, 30 years in the joint. Yeah. Because he had that attitude. Yeah. Uh, he went down for homicide one and there's really nothing that you can really do to get that mindset out of them once they're in hardcore. Anything you try to say ain't going to work. It's not going to work with them. And I think it's important that you get to the kids right away. For sure. Um, one of the things that you need to do and is important if you want to keep them off the street is you got to have a tight family unit. A hundred percent. Yeah, you do. Because if the family ain't close, then the ki then then the ch the kids are gonna be like, well, they're not there for me, so I need to find someone who will be. Yeah, they go to the gang. Yeah, is what they do. That's where they find their belonging. Well, and you gotta figure too. A lot of these like big guys that are in these little gangs or whatever, they they glamorize it. Mm -hmm. Like, ooh, look at the money you can make. Cause mm -hmm. why? Cause they're dealing. Well, they're or dealing, robbing people. Know. I, you know what? Looking back, we were a lot smarter with the money wise. A lot of us knew how to stay out of jail. These kids nowadays just don't know how to stay out of jail. Well, they, they it, trust everybody. I, I think the kids nowadays have the no fucks given attitude mm -hmm. because Can, they're they just want to be that Billy badass. You know what? It's interesting you say that. Can you blame that on video games? Not 100%. That's just like people used to blame things on music. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can blame it 100%. I mean... Do you think they I mean, you see this? you see this GTA or whatever the hell? What is that? GTA. Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. I ain't going outside driving and running over hookers, even though it'd be funny, but... <laughs> <laughs> and stealing their money. Go off on Cicero Avenue, you know? But, but I mean... There might be people trying that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not a big video game person. I mean, the only th the games I play is like slots and solitaire. Mm -hmm. That ain't going to get me. Well, slots will get me broke, but I play it on my phone, so it's fake money. Right. So I, I, I'm really not a big one to say as far as video. I mean, they might because video games make them a little bit more closed in. Mm-hmm. Well, the age you really got to watch for is their teenage years. Yeah. And I think it starts maybe in grade school, you know, middle school, whatever it is, and especially in high school, especially depending on what area you're from. We actually moved out west because that's what we were afraid of if we stayed in Chicago. Yeah. And it was better that we did because you don't see a lot of gang stuff. Well, in the town we live in, you don't see any. Right. Well, it's just a country town. But when, you know, I grew up on Northside, it was pretty bad. It was thick through there. Yeah. Well, and you got to think about it, too. Like, if their friends or family members in this gang, they're going to be peer pressured into wanting to join. Oh, I've seen a lot of legacies, man. A lot of them. You know, uh, even when I was in it, it was like, okay, the father was an OG. The brother was an OG. 
well, you you got to get into the family business. It's kind of like they ha- it was like a had to thing. Right, right. Uh, and I think that's you know the reason why a lot of the prisons are full. Besides, uh, parents not raising their kids right. Yeah. Well, you really gotta you you, you gotta. You got to make them do other stuff, mm-hmm. keep their minds busy, spend more time with them. I know, you know, a lot of parents are home more now because of all this crap going on. And, you know, I, I know there's not a lot to do, but it's like, okay, well, like here in our town, we can go from like our house and go a few blocks and walk around the cemetery down by the river and go to campings right down the street and you know, you just got to have them busy with other activities so they don't get in with the wrong the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I know a few kids years back that used to come into the tattoo shop thinking they were all hot crap. Yeah, we shut them down real quick. But I did, t- I did have a chance to talk to one of them, and he said, you know, because he was a little scrawny thing, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like probably 19, 20. And he was a little scrawny. He was scrawny. And he got involved with the gang life because he was getting picked on. But he was getting bullied. Mm-hmm. And So he was doing it for protection. He was doing it because this, this gang offered to protect him from getting bullied. Mm-hmm. And that's why he did it. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I, I, I'm totally against bullying. Um, our son doesn't bully people. Um, our son actually defends those that are getting bullied. The way it was supposed to be. That's the way it was when I grew up. You never let anybody pick on somebody. Yeah. You know, now it's, uh, these kids have to deal with a lot of stuff, man. They got to deal with the bullying on social media. They got to deal with all this stuff coming at them that we never had to deal with. Exactly. Like, how hard is it to bully people? I mean, it's super hard to bully someone on a beeper. Yeah, <laughs> but now you got Instagram, you got Facebook, you got yeah, all the stuff that they use, and with the push of the button, everybody in a school knows. Well, and if you think about it too, there's been a lot of suicides because of all the bullying. Well, this is true. This is true. Very true. Very true. You know, there's been a couple at his school. Yeah, there were. He was actually friends with one of them that uh, did it a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And it was because there's just constant, constant bullying, you know, and it wasn't even so much at school. It was through social media or they text them or they call and verbally harass them. And, and the problem is, is kids that are being bullied, they need to tell their parents. Tell your parents, don't uh, try to put on a, you know, a tough face or something. Go right to your parents. Because looking, you you want to know what the gang's going to get you eventually, and a lot of kids don't understand that. Uh, from the guys I knew from the crew, maybe one of them uh, is out of joint, didn't die. The rest of them are deader in the joint. It's not a lifestyle you want. No, not at all. You know, my kid's finding that out right now. You know, he's in with the big boys now, and, you know, he's a little scrapper, and he ain't going to let, he's got too much of it in him, uh, but... Come on, your son fights over playing a deck of playing cards. Oh my God, this kid loses. What is his it, temper. spades or something? Yeah, he, he, he. I don't play spades right now, man. I, you know, I had to knock the hell out of that one guy. <laughs> and then he ended up in the basement. Yeah, they, they call it the basement, but it's the hole. Uh, he's just he's too gangster in him now. It's never gonna go away, and it's just gonna get worse because he's with the big boys. Uh, and he and 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 to you know back him it wasn't because i mean we didn't get a lot of visitation with him right through his like younger years Mm -hmm. um and this and his son's mother she's a bitch and she's an idiot and she really didn't give a lot of attention to i mean she's got other kids too and she doesn't give them a lot of pill popper herself she was uh, yeah so she she always just did her own thing and really didn't mind what didn't give a crap what the kids did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was just ecstatic when they go did what they did and brought home money. Right. Right. That she would spend. Well, another thing uh, I think kids look for is the fun and excitement of it, and you know it might be fun with the parties, but when it t- comes down 
because it's got serious nowadays when it takes care you, you got to come down to take care of business and stuff it ain't so fun anymore it is not like tv people no you know tv is totally wrong when it comes to this subject well and if you think okay think back to when back in the day when you were involved with the crap um initiation back then is you were jumped in mm -hmm. that ain't how it is now no uh -uh. they mm -hmm. basically have to do a drive-by or i mean we're they gotta, talking they gotta make their bones man but it, you know, it ain't like back in the day. Even girls that were involved in gangs back in the day, it was the same thing. You got jumped in when you wanted to get out of the gang. You got jumped out. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, you can't even lose the ties to it. So now, now it's like you're attached to them for life. Mm -hmm. So basically, until you're in your grave, you're stuck. Right. Well, you know the one uh, my younger kid's going through. Who's he was? He's with somebody right now, and you can never get out. Never. You know, no. once you're in, you're in, and don't you don't leave it. Uh, so, and, and it's not like they can retire. No, you're not going anywhere. Like, man. like, okay, like in a club, you guys can retire. Yeah, if you put enough years in, all the guys can retire if they put in their dues. Mm -hmm. You can't do that in a gang. No, mm -mm. you're in until I mean, there's OGs that are like probably 70, 80 years old. You're damn right there is. Uh, like I said, I still have contacts to a lot of the people out there. You're really never out because it stays with you. Because once that bond is uh, or the bond is built, you never want to let it go. And I do, I do get one of the big things that a lot of the younger generation they 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 think it's going to be like a family. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not going to have my son go shoot someone. Right. I'm not going to have my son go break into someone's house and steal something. Now, see that I don't, I wouldn't consider that family. No. Mm -mm. But that's what they're looking for is if they don't have the tight tight close knit family, they're going to go find it. They're going to go find it somewhere. Uh, a so lot just, of them don't understand the danger and risks and the legal problems that come through. I mean, that's going to all get expensive. Big time. Uh, he was looking at $40,000 just for a freaking lawyer. And that wasn't all the money that the guy was looking for. So the legal problems are bad. And again, once you get into the pen system, everything changes. Everything. And 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 one of the things I think you need to do, and you got to start when they're young, is teach your kids how to make good decisions oh that's the most important thing and you got to listen to their concerns like if your child comes up to you especially okay even if it's something like they're getting bullied you need to really listen to what they have to say let them finish what they're saying before you like jump well what'd you do what'd mm -hmm. you you know if they're getting bullied it's not because of something they did you know so if they have concerns, like, or even if it's them coming to tell you what something that they saw another kid doing or, you know, something, you got to really listen. Like if they have problems and they think, well, you're not like, you're not spending enough time with me. Mm -hmm. Well, you better work that out. Right. You better work out real quick. Yeah, I'll get days off. <laughs> well, right now we got the perfect example of listening to your kid. And this is a little off subject. But we had something pop up on us last night. Now, boys in my family, they're not good at school. Not good at all. They never have been. So our 17-year-old kid comes up because, you know, he's 17. I'll treat you like a man at that point. Comes up to me and says, you know, school ain't going too well. It's just not me. I want to get my GED. So, you know. Okay, you want to make a man's decision, you make your decision, but you're going to live with that decision, and this is what's going to happen when you get uh, that DUD. You're going to go out and get a job and either support yourself or pay your bills here. Mommy's a little different, <laughs> you know. <laughs> this is where I believe women really screw up with a male kid, is they put too much emotion in and they don't teach them how a woman cannot teach a boy how to become a man. I just uh, just can't. Yeah, hey, I think I did pretty good. You did decent, but, you know, he's emotional. <laughs> well, he's special. Well, he is. He's my uh, special kid. But he came up, and we had to listen. We sat there and listened to him give us all the points and reasonings on 
why he would prefer to get his GED and not stay in this e-learning, which I wouldn't believe. was ridiculous yesterday with all the issues that they had that they had. And I even reached out to the school administration saying, you know, are we going to fix these issues? I get it. It was day one. Um, but this is what happened. Gave her a list of what happened in each class that he had. And I said, because at this point, I'm like, he's considering withdrawing from school and getting his GED. My response back from the administration of that school was, here's who you contact to get to withdraw. Mm-hmm. Didn't even want to bother trying to fix the issues. No, the school ain't going to help your kids. And that's one thing I hate is when parents think that a school is going to teach them and teach them right. They ain't. You know, I'm actually kind of happy that, you know, my boy that I have here now, he's a really good kid, got a really good heart. But he's seen what his other brothers went through. And he said, well, that's not for me, you know. My older son, I knew he was going to go through it. My younger son, I knew he was going to go through it. But thankfully, this son didn't have to. No. And he's also seen what his other two brothers have done. Um, I know when your oldest son was 18, he went and withdrew himself from school and promised us he'd get his GED and never did. Now, this one, on the other hand, came to us with everything written down with what his plan is going to be to get his GED. And he even, before we uh, came on, uh, he handed me, uh, sent me a web link for a book to study. It's a study guide for his GED. Mm. So if he, I mean, he means what he's going to do. And of course, you know, his sister's pissed and, and it's mom's fault and, Right, and, and when he first said it to us, one of the first things out of my mouth was I felt like a failure as a mother. Well, you're not a failure as a mother because you kept him off the streets. Yeah, and he's, he, he's, he's, he's not stupid. He's smart. Mm. But, I mean, he does have learning issues. And when you're sitting there on one of the web things with the teacher and the teacher's explaining it and you look like a deer in headlights... It just doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to communicate with him, well, why don't we just have you go back to in-school learning? And he said, hell no. He goes, with the virus, and there's, you know, there were three cases, which we do know that they didn't catch them at school. They basically brought it to the school. Um, He says, with between you, dad, and grandma, he goes, I'm not chancing bringing that home. Right. So... We just, we stood behind him and what his decision was. What I like even more about him was he had no appetite for that type of life. No, none at all. He kind of went towards your way instead of, you know, my way. Yeah. Uh, That was one of the good things. And I'm actually proud of that, uh, that you did that because he didn't want to be like that. He didn't want to be like his brother's. You know, he wanted to be his own person, and that's what you got to do with your kids. Well, he even says his brothers are idiots. Yeah. Well, you got to let your kids be their own people, because if not, you're going to force them into these gangs when they're young. Yeah. And you and you got to let them be who they are. Like, I had to even tell our daughter, I'm like, well, he's not you. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the brains to be in school. He just isn't, he's never been there Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just doesn't have it and so i get where he's coming from well another thing you know getting back on the gang subject what parents can do is try to get them involved in school activities they don't have it don't have to be sports you know get them involved in a chess club or a book club something that they feel that they belong to yeah like when Brittany was in high school she started a writer's club mm-hmm you know, and that was successful for four years the whole time she was in high school, and then it was even continued after she graduated. Right. But a lot of kids, once they get out of school, because, you know, a lot of parents use that as daycare, then the parent, and it might not be the fault of the parents because they're working hard trying to make money and got no money to have their kids watched, but it's after school when it all starts. 
And you need to know who your kids are friends with. Damn right. You need to, like, seriously meet their friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you, uh, you know, if they're talking about this, this, and that person, be like, hey, why don't you bring them over? Right. Because or you're not going out until we meet. Until we, oh, see, that's like always been our thing is like, even when Brittany was dating. Yeah, you bring them over. Bring them over. We're meeting them. You ain't going anywhere. You ain't going to his house. You ain't going to this place until we meet this person. And they get mad and they say, well, too bad. You know, I think a lot of parents are afraid of their kids. Yeah, I think so. And that's I, I when it starts. They don't start behaving, none of that stuff. They just start out and be stupid. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes Corey makes me a little nervous because he's got your temper. But <laughs> he hurts my temper. He he's definitely, uh, your yeah, your son. Uh, but he's also very protective, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens to Mama. <laughs> no. And another thing you're gonna want to do is. Plan a lot of family events like birthdays, uh, just Sunday dinners, take a walk, go out to uh, carnivals. You got to keep their mind busy when they're that age. Yeah, just don't let them don't let them do what they want when they want. You know, you got to like, you know, and if they come to you saying that they're hanging with this person and that person and, you know, from, you know, hearing things out there that they're part of something you need to give them your honest opinion on what you think. Mm-hmm. And you might even have to go as far as, well, you know what? I don't want you hanging out with them. And here is why. And you better enforce that. You it, better stick to your guns once you said it. Right. Exactly. Uh, but we were talking about social media, but I'm going to take a, a real quick uh, station identification. Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm China Doll. Listen to the Hollywood and China Doll evening show, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. Rock on! Okay, you know, this kind of correlates into the social media part of the show. Yeah. And... I believe social media has impacted the human experience big time. People do not know how to communicate with each other anymore. Oh, God, yeah, for real. Okay, like, we'll go out to dinner, and let's say it's me, you, and both kids, okay? The kids will sit at the table and text each other instead of talking. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It's serious. I see it everywhere. And we have to say, you know what? Put the damn phones down. Yeah, we literally, and which, you know, they try and take our phones, but our phones are for way more other reasons. Um, like, you have to keep tabs on, you know, all your emails and all that stuff. But Well, what's funny about my phone is I leave it at home. Whenever I go out, it's not with me. Yeah, that's I can't actually, stand it. That's actually true. You leave it here. I cannot stand it. You always, you always go. You got your phone. I'm like, I always have my phone. He's, <laughs> he's like, good, because mine's upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand him. And then he'll just check it when he gets home. <laughs> you don't care. But the anxiety, depression, all you see a lot more of that, and I think it has some ties to social media for these kids. Um. Yes. I do. Well, not, I mean, we've already discussed the bullying through social media, but like I was mentioning in the first segment, like when you see, you know, people posting pictures, mm-hmm. you know, it's like when I was a kid going through a Cosmopolitan magazine, seeing all these models, you know, it's like people post stuff and you're like, oh, I wish I had that, or I wish I looked like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's worse because of social media. It's like in your face 24-7. Right. A magazine, you just don't buy it. Well, it was interesting. You wrote down some facts here. 60%, 60% of people using social media reported that it has impacted their self-esteem in a negative way. Yeah. Yeah. I was really shocked when I read that, especially that it was above 50%. Mm-hmm. Um. And in, in a negative way, meaning it kills their self-esteem to the point where their depression just downspires. It just goes, like, gets worse. Do you think it's because, like you said earlier, they're looking at these posts and, you know, you know in the Jeal- back of their it's, mind? It's and, like jealousy and envy. and Right. You know, the, and... 
the fact, I mean, come on, there's no communication anymore, for frick's sakes. Now, this uh, next one is really uh, interesting. 80% reported it's easier to deceive others through social posting. Hell yeah, because you could just post a picture of somebody else and say it's you. What do you think they do on them dating websites? <laughs> right. Well, you know, that just brings up a concerning uh, figure that people don't know how to be honest with other people anymore. They don't believe in honesty. They don't believe in loyalty. They don't believe in respect. Yeah, and the bad part is if you go on social media and you have an account and it ain't even really a picture of you and then you actually meet the person in person, mm. oh, that's just that's just wrong. Do you you think started you, out with a lie. You know, if it's 80%, a lot of these kids, all they know is lies. Yeah, that it's like they almost don't even know what the truth is. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Because, I mean, I can go on Facebook right now and post some random ass post. Like, and it could be like the biggest lie ever. But everybody will believe it. And they'll share it. And they'll share it. And then it propagates from there. Yeah. And then other people, oh, this happened to me too, you know, and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, well, it never happened. I just made it up. Well, social media has been known to really destroy lives. People committed suicide over social media. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that's like we were saying, the bullying. Mm-hmm. They, it's like, it's it's terrible. I mean, when we bully, okay, I mean, I didn't bully people when I was growing up because it was, I was not raised that way. No, I wasn't either. But when you see people bullying people back when we grew up in high school, you're just pushing them around and, like, calling them a dork. You know, it's like. But, we, you know, we used to knock the hell out of anybody who tried that, especially with special But but that's how bullying was when we were in school. Right. Oh, you're such a loser. You're such a dork. Or or what what we call it was you would book them. Mm Mm-hmm. So you'd smack all their books out of their hands so they'd drop to the ground or you'd trip them. I mean, stupid stuff, but it ain't like that now. No. And I think that's showing with these kids and their behavior because if 80% say it's easier to deceive others, that's just wrong right there. (laughs) That's why if you're doing online dating, watch out, man. Right. That's that. What's that? I don't even know if if I'm saying it right, but that catfishing. I have no idea. Something where they they make fake accounts and it, it's like a total. I mean, there's a show on it called Catfish too. Wow. Um, but where it, they're basically they're showing you a picture of like their skinny friend mm-hmm. that's like hot and gorgeous, and they're not. And this goes with males and females. And the person that's really doing it is a, a bigger person and what they're saying is really what they're saying but they're portraying themselves to look as if they're someone else so when they actually set up a time to meet and they meet this person they're in shock and awe right because okay well that's not what you look like mm-hmm. and some of them through those things are they're they're doing it to get money and right it's oh, it's just sad. Well, lastly, uh, for the show, fifty percent reported having a negative effect on the relationship. Why do you think that is? Because they're too busy on their phones. Mm-hmm. And okay, because you yell at me, you're always on your phone. I can't stand that. It's like, can't you have a freaking conversation? Don't text me. You're just going to piss me off. Uh, But I think people put their business out there on social media that shouldn't be out there. Everybody knows how to share their business now. It used to be nobody's business, but now it's everybody's. Dude, they're messaging while they're on the toilet. I just took a poop. (laughs) Who the hell cares? Right? I mean, and, and, okay, and... I'm guilty of it. I did it maybe once or twice. When you take a picture of the food you just that you're about to eat, yeah, I've done that. It's like, really? Who cares? I mean, nobody really gives a crap because <laughs> you'll notice when you check on your Facebook later, oh, I'm just going to delete this post because like 50 people seen it, but nobody gave me a thumbs up or nothing. <laughs> well, you know, my best advice would be is to limit your kids' access to the social media. Yeah. Even if they're brats about it, limit it. That way, you know, you get around some of this stuff. Uh, but I think it's really, you know, social media has really fueled people being away from other people. Well, and I've seen some parents go as far as getting a lockbox and putting all the phones in the lockbox mm-hmm. so they can have, like, game night. Right. You know, play board games. Good old Monopoly night, man. Yeah, for real. 
Or, you know, like when the grandkids are over, we're candy landing it up. Right. <laughs> which, which, okay, our granddaughter, Seven, mm-hmm. she loves, she doesn't go on social media, but she plays games on her phone. Well, when they were here the last time, we had them so busy with other things, like I got them stickers, I got them coloring books, we played board games, we played, you know, we went for walks. She never went on her phone, or neither one of them watched TV the whole time they were here. Right, exactly. So what do you guys think out there about the subjects today? You know, keep your kids out of gangs, watch them on social media. But uh, I know we're going to get a lot of comments on the first half, man, if uh, what, uh, you know, the size of a man's junk doesn't really matter. (laughs) China now says it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So with that, we'll see you on the next segment, man. Uh, Make sure you hit the subscribe button over on YouTube and make sure you follow us on all the radio platforms. Talk to you guys later. (laughs) 